Okay, so how have things been for you lately uh, in terms of dealing with uh, business and COVID and all that kind of stuff? Well, well, with business, uh, I must say nothing new. Yeah, because you do I'm, lots of online work, right? Yes, I'm mostly working online, especially since uh, I moved to Valencia. Mm -hmm. So, and of course, when uh, I lived in Miami for almost two years. That's right. And, and uh, online trainings started there. So, I've, well, been doing, I've been doing this since 2016. Okay, so you yeah, you've been doing this for four years now, four or five mm -hmm. years, you said? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Awesome. So, and then you did, uh, I think when you and I met before you were, you mentioned your, your training. Um, mm -hmm. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Like, I want to know uh, more about you. So uh, who are you? Where are you from? And yes. uh, where did you get your start? Um, uh, I'm from Hungary. Okay. Uh, I my original profession is a, a contemporary ballet dancer. Uh, I've I've uh, finished secondary school, art dance secondary school, and then I worked as a contemporary ballet dancer for. 13 years in my home country for 13 years mm -hmm. and this was before you started teaching people mm -hmm. yes okay and so, I, uh, had, I, I had a knee injury in the operation knee mm -hmm. and then I I started doing fitness I mean I did I did the, the fitness and the dancing together for almost six years and okay. then I slowly uh, started to do only fitness because I felt it's my dancing uh, dancer uh, life it's going to end soon or sort of something like this because yes. of my knee right so what kind of knee injury did you have uh, well nothing serious uh, I just had a uh, bursa okay so, um, uh, what it got that, pinched. Oh, yes, I know what you mean. It's kind of like a bursitis. Um, yes, yes. It got pinched in, into something and it, uh, it, it got into inflammation. Right. And they had to, to take out some part of it. So it's not that and, huge operation. Okay. But that, and, but that would effectively uh, ruin your dancing career. Well, it's, it didn't ruin. It's, uh, I just had to take off well, a month, couple of months, four, five, six months off. Right. And then my my personal life changed a lot. My, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so it was like everything got not ruined, but uh, changing. Right, so right. I, well, things just change and people's minds change all the time. So yeah. it's, I mean, for me, it's kind of the same idea. I wanted to, when I first started out, uh, I wanted to I had ideas to teach athletes mm -hmm. and I wanted, I really wanted to teach athletes. And then I started to think about it and then I realized they weren't the ones who I wanted to, who I actually was going to be good at helping. I wanted to help people who have no interest in, in fitness or not no interest, but who have, who are not physical people and want to better themselves in whatever way they can. So it's, it's really remarkable how uh, quickly once you get some perspective, yeah. How your motivations can change. 
Yeah. I'm so, on the other, I'm on the other side than so you. Tra you're training athletes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, me I, I like to train uh, people who are into fitness. I'm, I mean, they're not so much uh, starters or beginners. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Not especially athletes, but mm -hmm. it is more. Fun. It is fun, right? You yeah. Know, you get you get to um, you get to try a lot more new things with people who are physical people. Yes, a lot, and I love yeah. that. Advanced. Yeah, advanced. I have I have one client who's uh, quite advanced in uh, in her physicality, and it's always really fun for me because I get to be very creative with her and sure. just be like, hey, let's try this, let's you know, and get her to do some something crazy, and then she and she enjoys it, and I don't really have to worry about her being injured. Whereas when you have someone brand new, yeah. it's very it's it can be a little bit scary <laughs> because yeah. you don't know if they're gonna break themselves in half. Yeah, but it's uh, yeah you can you can do a lot of challenge challenges for them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what bringing that up um, in terms of motivations, what what motivated what motivated you to to change into what you're doing now? You said it was started with a knee injury and some personal things, mm -hmm. and without getting into too much detail, what exactly was the major thing that did it for you? What changed your mind? Uh, that uh, in, in the secondary school, in the dance art school, uh, I wasn't fit. I was actually uh, overweight. You were? Yes, I am. I mean, I was overweight for to, uh, to be a ballerina. Right. Uh, I had two, three kilos uh, extra on me. So it's oh, not really? serious. But it's serious for my height, if, right? If, and for a stage, to being on a stage or for for ballet dancing. Really? So, so I got uh, on my exams. I got uh, most of the time one mark less because of my weight. Wow! And I struggled a lot with those. So that's absolutely crazy. Uh, so I'm totally on the other side now, and it's much better. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, at least you get to be a happy and healthy weight. And so I guess that would be a good motivator. Yeah. And so that being the case, what motivates you now? What what do you find that's driving you forward? Uh, um, well, I, I think I should uh, break it down into two kind of things. What motivates me in my personal life or what motivates me in my work? Let's just go uh, with your work for now, and or maybe unless it's uh, you're saying you need to break it down. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's yeah. yeah let's, well, let's talk about that. Um, well, because in my work, uh, uh, my clients, obviously, and especially enthusiastic clients, mm -hmm. um, they are really good source of uh, inspiration and. Uh, Probably uh, the most strongest supporters. Um, of course. My, my clients, yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, they say I motivate them. Uh, and I think uh, they say I motivate them. And I say they motivate me. Um, so that's quite a fair play. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, but I honestly think this is. Um, 
this is what motivation is about to of course to to give inspiration and motivation for each other empower uh, each other pull or push each other um, because for a trainer I don't think there's such a good inspiration or motivation if you if your client uh, progress or benefits of, of the work of their workouts or you see the positive changes in, mm -hmm. in their mindset or in their body right uh, and in my personal life uh, <laughs> my workout <laughs> my workout motivates me and uh, music music is what motivates me a lot uh, and it's uh, and not only when I'm working out I mean in, mean the motivation but in, uh, in when I'm meditation or just listening to some nice music yeah so something to do you find that what the music that motivates you the most is that like a, a rock song or a dance song something that has a consistent beat what what kind of music does it for you uh, usually what type of music uh you don't want to know what type of music i'm listening to <laughs> i think of course i do i love all music uh, I, i'm not I, i'm not judging at all um to get myself and my mind calm it's like really like uh, healing and meditation music I love mm -hmm. uh, when I need energy and power it's trap drum and bass trance yeah six yeah no I, and that's that's a lot of people that have the yeah yeah there's something about like um, uh, I don't listen to a lot of trap but uh, I know what it is roughly but it's I find that I can get motivation from the weirdest places for for me there's actually um, um, a film score that I listen to mm. and yeah and it's from an old western movie so <laughs> and uh, it's actually I actually play it at the end of um, of my podcast and it's um, it's by uh, a composer he wrote um, the music for the movie the good the bad and the ugly Mm -hmm. uh, he did Sergio Leone movies and the, one of my favorite pieces that he did was called the ecstasy of, of gold and for whatever reason this um, this music just kind of just builds up in a certain way and it just hits me in this weird place and it has I like I don't know why it just does so I, I don't really judge anybody on what motivates them because there's something in there that that you connect to and it's deep it's deep and personal yeah uh, that's true yeah, absolutely. So, well, that's, you know what, and talking about what you said motivates you with your clients and with yourself, it really does feel like to me that motivation is a group effort. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and there is an individual component to it, but um, there, it, it definitely can be a group effort with your peers. That, um, and I also find that when I have my clients or my friends that want to learn, it feels like I'm building a team of people that um, that I want to work out with. Yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> like I feel like I would want to work out with my clients because I know I can motivate them. They can pump me up. And that's why I love. Sorry to 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 interrupt. Uh, that's why I love group trainings. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of group group trainings uh, in my own country. Yeah. Uh, and the more people, the more motivation. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because they come in with a sort of energy that uh, that just hits you. You have 30 people in front of you and everybody has the same uh, goal or save, uh, uh, yeah, enthusiasm on that mm -hmm. day, on that hour. And they absolutely. just love that. It's very, um, uh, I don't know the word, maybe... Maybe cathartic might be it, but mm -hmm. it, you know, it, it's it, it's a type of therapy, much yeah. like when people like not, whether you're religious or not, but people can get addicted to going to church because you have everybody under the same roof with the same motivation. Yeah, and it's uh, that social part of of our of our minds of our monkey brains is very powerful. Yeah, at least I've found that to be the case. So um, I'm doing online. Uh, training with my friends on Instagram and, you know, some people that I've met from, you know, all the way from Pakistan to the United States on the East, uh, even on the West of the United States and they join and I just get such a charge that everybody's working yeah. out together. So it's wonderful. I love yeah, it. Yeah. And it's even better if you are in person with them. Oh, of <laughs> Not, course. Of yeah. course. Yeah. I, I did that, uh, with some of my friends, but uh, with mixed results in in person for me, but that was when I was starting out. Yeah. Yeah. So, with you, um, how how do you provide? Uh, what would you say? What is what's your goal for your audience? The people that you that you really try to tailor your content to with your um, with your Instagram or Facebook or things of that nature. What do, what's your goal? How do you provide value? I'm trying, it's really hard to be, but I'm trying to to be unique as much mm -hmm. as I can uh, because uh, I think the fitness industry is quite crowded. Yes. It's, it's really crowded and it's it's hard to, to be someone that uh, the people get uh, the eye on. Mm -hmm. um, I noticed so, that your your production value of uh, of like your the video quality of your your clips mm -hmm. that you make is very very good. Thanks. Yes, I'm I'm trying, but uh, it's still just at the at the beginning. Of course. Uh, yeah. I don't. It, but you know what? I when I look at it, I don't get that. In, I don't get that feeling. I'm not like, oh, this is. I don't think to myself, this is very basic or amateur. I think it looks very good. Mm -hmm. And so, but maybe for you, like, does it take you a long time to make a video and make it look very good the way you make it? Uh, the recording, no. No? The recording is, it's just a few, few minutes. But the uh, editing? The editing is, is longer, yes, of course. How long would it take you to do one of your for videos? The, for the Instagram, it's not, not that much, but nope. uh, we are, we are uh, editing my uh, videos now for, for my website. Right. It's going to be launch launch soon, hopefully, finally. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think when you and I spoke, uh, I think that was in March. Mm -hmm. uh, you were saying you were just getting it going. Yes. You were you were meeting yes. with the with the developer. That was the first meeting. Yes. Okay, so there's been several meetings since then, mm -hmm. and it's been a bit of a challenge. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> for me, yes. I've been waiting for this. Since 2014, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Very exciting. So, mm -hmm, it is. It is. Uh, so uh, yes, I'm trying to to give something that is not out on the market 
we'll just see. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm excited. I'm excited to see, and uh, I maybe we can we can just keep that. Um, uh, what would you say? Keep it under your hat just for now. Yeah. You yeah. revealed too much, but. Uh, well, that brings me to the next, uh, past the next question. I was going to ask you, actually, do you think that the online world is saturated with fitness, motivation, inspiration, that type of content to where real messages can't uh, get out? Yes. Yeah, you do? Oh, uh, yes. Yes, I, I really think very much. Whatever type of person can find anything in their needs. <laughs> yes. And uh, do you find that frustrating as uh, as a coach? Um. Sometimes, yes. Uh, just because uh, not every every aspect I see is in in the fitness, really in fitness, but in the other level, um, I don't know how to to put it in words uh, nicer. But it's more of the sexual part or oh yeah, to... yeah de definitely yeah. the sexuality and the the uh the flash yeah you know it's everything has to be flashy uh yeah that's you know there's a, a word for that and there would be like a pageantry or spectacle spectacle yeah so that type of thing to me i mean it's it's difficult to compete when, when the people at the top um are at the top for multiple reasons of course they're working very very hard to get there but it also seems that they definitely have you know it it can be helpful just to have somebody follow you with a camera and you yeah. don't have to worry about the camera and make things look good someone to edit for you those kinds of things are very very valuable and um so it seems a lot easier to add f something very flashy yeah of course but it's incredibly but, difficult to compete uh, but um well it it maybe doesn't really matter if you if you see see the the, the other side. I mean the the client or the customer side. Mm -hmm. If you can get the people uh, start to exercise or start to change their mindset or or whatever, you get them do that. Mm -hmm. It's okay. It's okay. Absolutely. I, but I'm just on the other side of the. The fitness industry. So you think you would say that it's just overall it's a good thing? Uh, can be, yes. Yeah, mostly, but it's the, like you said, the sexualizing part of it is uh, frustrating. And it's, the... It is. I just don't want to, yeah, I, I don't want to compete with, uh, with this. Yes. Same with me. I started out doing that when I was doing um, my Instagram last year. That was... Uh, that was where I really went um, forward into not sexualizing, but making it all about how I looked. Mm -hmm. And it, it, in some regards, it worked. It got it got some attention, but it wasn't. Um, I didn't feel like I was being myself at all because that's what that's not what I believe in. I don't work out just so that I can look good. That's just um, that's a, a byproduct of mm -hmm. my of my work and. So I can easily understand that the trap of doing that because Instagram rewards it or Facebook rewards it or, you know, just people in general reward that because that's what they want is to be more sexually attractive. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, 
do you think are you about to say something i'm sorry uh no it was it was just for the value oh okay <laughs> sorry do you think that there are enough um practical tools to get people moving and keep moving the, such as home workouts or or um Maybe the better way to put this, do you think that there is enough education, like a uh, commonplace education on fitness? Yeah, sure. More than enough, I think. You think so? Yeah. yeah. There, are, there are thousands of options to get to get someone moving from, from remote teaching to online education, from mm -hmm. courses to podcasts. Right. Uh, so why do, you, why do you think it is then... I'm I'm sorry. What did no, you say? No, it's just from websites to apps, so we can find anything. So why do you th do you think that it's um, do you think that it's difficult for people to uh, to get into fitness? Do you think that there is a barrier, a high barrier for entry to get to getting into in, into fitness? So if I was I wanted to get into shape. And it's so easy to do it, as in it's never been easier to find the information. Why is it, do you think, that people still aren't doing it? They don't have the, the effort, <laughs> the right. right effort, or uh, they, they, la they, they have lack of dedication, or they just have to change their perspective. Um, because everything starts in your mind if you, uh, in regards, even exercising or just nutrition. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. Um, yeah, I think there's a, uh, the reasons you're talking about are definitely valid. Uh, is that your, in your own experience or do you think that's just, um, what you think? Just off the cuff. That it, it starts in a mind? No, that mean? just people don't uh, don't want to put out effort. Uh, I mean, not everybody, mm -hmm. but the, the... Majority of people. I mean, yeah, I mean this... Uh, most of the time I see uh, people are... Uh, waiting to get something from the outside, mm -hmm. information, help uh, to do uh, uh, to do a diet program, to do a workout program for them, mm -hmm. uh, just to get it done. Everything in front of you, and mm -hmm. uh, and you just have to to do it. That's that's all your uh, all your uh, practice in it. Mm -hmm. Um, but to, to do it with an, uh, with a, with an effort, it's, uh, it's a little more deep. You can, you should go behind those, uh, right. why, why you, you get the, the disorder of the work of the exercises, why you get the, why you get this, uh, diet plan or nutrition plan. Yeah, having a, a knowing why you're doing something is very yes, important. Yes, 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 absolutely. Getting um, much deeper into into the motivations of people, it, it seems to be the hardest the hardest part, uh, especially when you don't want to exercise and then you know you have to. 
I think yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, creating um, that belief that you can. I think a lot of people don't believe that they can do that. Yeah, I think they've. I think some people, uh, most people, have given up on those ideas for many reasons. Some people have gotten uh, injuries, mm-hmm. things things like that from just even walking. You know, they roll their ankle off of the the sidewalk or on you know on the road or something like that, or or have car accidents and just assume that they there's nothing they can do. And I hear this all the time. Someone will tell me, well, my, you know, I've had uh, several knee surgeries and they'll say, oh, I can't exercise. And I say, well, no, you can, you can at least exercise everything but that spot. Yeah. That's a whole bunch, a whole bunch of your body that still demands that you, you use it. Yeah. That's and- why, that's why a customizer really personalized uh, exercise uh, and the nutrition plan is important, mm-hmm. more important than than the workouts you find on on Google, and you start right. to do uh, without any any knowing Absolutely. what are you actually doing. Absolutely, and and that's uh, especially for the one of the biggest motivations for people is weight loss. So you can't really lose weight just by exercise alone. You need, you know, weight loss really happens or fat loss happens. I say the, ex- the expression, fat yes. loss happens in the kitchen. And it's true. And not only that, but when you're first starting out, you certainly don't want, um, you don't want to have to think too much about all the extra things. Your, your trainer or your coach is supposed to be answering, at least answering those questions. Uh, and then, of course, providing some sort of loose fitting plan, because yeah. I mean, uh, unless you're a dietitian, you can only guide people on what they can and cannot eat or what they should eat. But, um, but nonetheless, just telling people what to avoid is is a huge benefit. Yeah, you know, is especially if they're just starting out. I t- tagging onto that. When someone's first is trying out, say, say I'm a new client of yours and I wanted to lose weight, what would you, what rules would you give me for, for eating? What would you say to me? To don't uh, count, don't overcomplicate uh, mm-hmm. this. Don't count calories. Yes, this absolutely. This is the first thing I would say. Because this this is the counting calories. It what makes people uh, don't stick with with the long term nutrition mm-hmm. advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole process of of the the eating habits. And I I wouldn't say dieting actually because the the diet words is already a little bad words bad words. Yes. Yeah. It has a, it has a weird meaning. People uh, feel that they are already stuck in in I'm doing a diet. I have to I have to count the calories, count the grams, count everything, and it's it's really hard to to do it in long term. Absolutely. Uh, you have to find the you have to find your own mm-hmm. meal plan. That's right. Uh, uh, there's a guide guideline guidance guideline mm-hmm. uh, you put you you uh, divide your plate in three portions right 
uh, one of the well, the biggest uh, part would be uh, fibrous carbohydrates. The, the other biggest part, uh, protein, and the smallest would be starchy carbohydrates. Right. Uh, and in terms of that, my plate would look like starchy carbohydrates are the biggest portion, protein, <laughs> and then the smallest would be the fibrous. It just depends on your own body. That's right. It's, it's, I totally agree. And that's, uh, you know, I, I think the, I think people understanding that the entire uh, experience of weight loss or even transforming your body to whatever you want it to be is entirely an experiment. And it, it, if you look at it as a, a, a way that, I think people look for a formula, you know, like math, yes. where it's just like, it, it doesn't really work that way. It, you, your, your path will go, will, it will meander like a river and it'll just go all over the place because exactly. you, have to, you have to learn and find out what works for you. And it's not a matter of low carb or high carb or, or high protein. There's things that work for most people, of course, Yes. And so I will, for me, when I talk to my clients, generally what I will say is for if you really want weight loss, then you A, have to make up your mind that that's what exactly what you're going to do. And all the things that um, you have to experiment with those three, those three things. So one being carbohydrates and proteins and fats. Find out what your ratio is. So if you find say for instance you have uh inflammation in your joints maybe you have an issue with carbohydrates, carbohydrates yeah right so that's usually that's the case for me if i find that my knees or my back starts to hurt i'm it's a, a dead giveaway that i'm eating too many carbohydrates so i'll tell people start taking things away and seeing how you feel and adding other things and just experiment with that uh, which is really cr sucks for the client because they want an answer right now. Yes, this is what I meant when I told you that uh, I feel like uh, most of the time uh, a lot of people uh, wait help from outside mm -hmm. in pills or in shakes or in whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, those, uh, those external factors. But in mm -hmm. reality, it's your patience and, and just seeing what works. So for me, my, that plate that you're talking about is almost mostly protein, then fat, and then, um, some carbohydrate, but it also is, gets more complicated as it turns to winter. And I start getting, you know, if I'm really, really lean, I was very lean last year. As soon as it came to winter, I was getting cold because I had no fat on me. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I needed more and more calories, but I can't eat that much protein and I can't eat that much fat because it's gross. So naturally, yeah. I start eating a little bit more carbohydrate. So it also changes for people for good and bad reasons. Yeah, everybody's so different. And, and really, really, there is no such uh, thing like a general advice. I mean, there is a general advice, but no, no general diet plan for no, everybody. Of it's very, very much a, a custom thing. Um, and it's those, those little details I find... Um, that you find out about yourself that matter the most yes. or not matter the most, but, um, get forgotten. So you, you've heard of the 80, 20 rule. So 20%, um, 
20% of your input will give you 80% of your results. Yes. And that's the case with, um, with most things. So with, for me, with diet, those, that extra percentage that I'm, that I'm forgetting, like even though I'm getting most of my results from, okay, how would I say this? Conversely, 80% of my input is only giving me 20% of my results. You, if you're to think, to think conversely. So, but that also means that those, there's details in that little bit that are outside of the majority that are also going to give you clues as to what you should and should not be doing. Yeah. So, and I mean, I'm not talking about weight loss. It could be something as simple as, uh, or something as complex as arthritis. Yeah. That's been my experience. So for me, I know, like I mentioned earlier, carbohydrates are one that I have to be very careful of so that I don't have uh, joint issues. And um, hydration is a big one for me. I get dehydrated very easily, I don't, um, which could mean yeah. I don't take, take enough minerals, things like that. Absolutely. So, and, and that's the case for you. What do you find is a, is a marker for you? What, uh, how do you know when you've, got, you've done something wrong? In my eating, eating. Yes. Uh, I measure myself every morning. With uh, a like scale. a tape or a scale? On, on a, scale. a scale and on a tape, is it? Yep. yep. My, okay, measuring my waist. Of course. Yeah. So I absolutely know in the next day what I did, what I've done yesterday. Bad this is in not. terms of weight loss, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what about things like uh, other ailments? Maybe your, your brain is, um, it, you know, you're, you're maybe depressed or you, you're, you know, f foggy. I don't know what expression you would use, but if you're, you know, you get that brain fog where you can't think, your memory is bad, what do you, uh, or you have skin, maybe you have skin issues. Um, I know I get, I get skin issues from dairy. What, what things like that do you have that, you, uh, that aren't too personal? <laughs> Uh, fats are not really. I just feel bad. Uh, uh, yeah. My stomach when I eat too much. Well, not really too much, but too much for me. Right. Fats. Of course. Uh, I, 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 I tried uh, the keto diet, but it wasn't good for me. No, you know, of course. They, some people have a really hard time with it. And from what I've noticed, is it's not everyone, but m many of the women that I've talked to about the keto diet, didn't like the keto diet for them, but men seem to do uh, fine with metabolizing, mm -hmm. metabolizing fat, which is, uh, when you say it out loud, isn't surprising. But, um, but yeah, so I usually find that uh, fats and the, and the keto diet in particular is also um, temporary. Mm -hmm. It's a very, a very difficult to sustain it. And I think it's a good tool to use if you have the, the mind to use it uh, as a temporary tool. You know, you want to lose weight. Well, you can lose weight and you will lose weight. But don't expect to be doing it forever, which means that once you feel that the diet is over for you, I find that it's, it's worth it to start experiment, that experimentation again to see what works. Otherwise, you just balloon. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it has to turn into a lifestyle and not just I'm doing this diet for three months or for six months or something like that. You have to, to slowly start and do the steps to, to make progress and to, 
to turn it into a lifestyle uh, like you don't even know about it turned already into into your lifestyle in well, sorry into your lifestyle so kind of yeah yeah you know Absolutely. what I mean I do yes um, but moving on because I can talk we can talk about diet all day but um, when you are we go through waves in life um, where things are really really good even personally or professionally uh, physically while you're exercising and you're, we, the expression is that you when your chips are down when you're not doing well how do you get back into into action how do you get back up on the horse after you fall off what tools do you use mentally and physically uh I've just started to do no to learn meditation meditating. Yes. So this is uh, one of the uh, my biggest goals now, just to to learn it and really do it as it is. It it, it should be done. Um, okay. I I'm I'm not really good at switching off my brain. <laughs> I have too many uh, think thinking. Right, I think. things in my mind always crossing and coming in I just uh, yeah so this is this is what I'm doing now uh, I'm learning um, and the same working out and listening to music how long have you been doing um, practicing meditation since COVID since COVID so around the middle of March mm -hmm. And you've noticed a, a, a difference in yourself? Absolutely, yes, absolutely. That's wonderful. That's really good. Uh, for me, my, my meditation practice is always, um, it, it is the one thing that will always suffer because I've, I've meditated for the past two years off and on. So it'll, and it'll come in waves. So if I get very busy with things, it, it'll just that's the first thing to go yes. almost immediately it's I'll usually do two I'll, I'll meditate and I'll read and those are the first two things that go if I'm very busy however when when I'm down I put everything in my life back into a box because things can get chaotic very easily you have many things you're doing all at once and so I put it all back in the box and then I find out okay well what's the most important thing uh, and almost immediately, the first thing that comes back is meditation, mm -hmm. which tells me that I need to change my life in order to have meditation be something consistent over time. But uh, definitely a, um, a worthwhile experience is having meditation in your life. And so that and you find that that's what helps you um, get back going. Current, again? Currently, yes. Yes. I, I, I don't know what I've done before to get back. Uh, I feel like I'm always too pushy with myself. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. So maybe just forgiving I'm always, yourself. Uh, I'm always doing something, working on something. I'm, I always, I'm always busy, which mm -hmm. is not good. I have yeah, to slow you, down. Really. You definitely need some time to yourself. Um, there's, there's a lot of people that think that this, there's that you have to be going very hard and very fast through life or not fast but very hard through life and i just think that that's not quite true i think you need to understand that there's seasons to life yes absolutely and, uh, and i feel it in my workouts 
Yes. The first thing, the first uh, thing I feel this on are my workouts when I'm when I when I hit my limits. Yes. On my everyday life, doing Absolutely. everything, being busy, I feel it on my workout. Really. Then I have. To, yes. Then I have to take a break, just a couple of weeks. And how do you normally feel it? You just find that you're, you know, you have more pain. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. In my muscles. Absolutely. Yeah, that's usually if the joints go for me, I start feeling pain in my joints. That's when I I know I'm doing something wrong. That's pretty much the that's the 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 thing that tells me I've done too much. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. Yeah, and I think once you start getting into fitness. And you're getting, and you you start doing very well at it, that it becomes very easy to use it as the 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 primary method for stress relief. And you mm-hmm. don't know how to stop. Yeah. It's it can be an addiction. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, for me, that that's I had that uh, last year was a very difficult year, and. Uh, what I did is I was working out, I think I was working out maybe five days a week, which isn't a, the most you could work. Obviously, you can work out seven days a week and more than once in a day. And I had done that also. Um, I was teaching my clients I was and exercising with them. I would be running everywhere because I thought that was fun. I would be cycling to go see my clients and then I'd come home. I would do a heavy kettlebell workout and then... Um, and do cardio on top of that. And so my workouts, just my workouts were two hours. And that yeah. was, and this was all to deal with stress. And, and then that's when I started having, it wasn't much long, maybe it was eight weeks, two months after that, where my body started to just break, to break yeah. down. And I had injuries that could have yeah. been catastrophic. But the point is that I'm trying to illustrate is that you don't, once you get competent with, with everything that you do know, um, it's hard to turn it off. You can't just you it become like you said it's an addiction that you can't. Yeah, turn it you off. want you will not realize it till you till you get to the point. Yeah, but and even in a day, how, yeah. what's the longest session you've ever exercised for? Um, one and a half hour, not much. No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm doing a little more intense workouts, forty-five hour, uh, hours, <laughs> forty-five seconds, <laughs> forty-five minutes, yes. sixty minutes. Yes. One and a yeah. half hour if I get the cardio after or something. Okay, yeah. See, for me, I think what I did is um, I was doing a mix of everything. Mm-hmm. So I would be doing just consistent cardio. So skip rope, I would be doing a hit session and then kettlebells and things like that. And it ended up being over two hours. And this would be several times out of a week. And it was a recipe for disaster. But I don't I, was, think I, I ever done two hours of training. It was stupid. Not a good idea. <laughs> Maybe when I did the powerlifting. Oh, you did powerlifting? Yes, just for a couple of months. Oh, and what did you think? Loved it. I loved it. I felt so strong. <laughs> really? It was really good. Mm-hmm. Did you put and on I, weight? I, I, yes, I put on weight and I progressed a lot. Good in, uh, in technique. In technique especially. Excellent. So was this... Um, when you like, did you already know how to train, or were you trained to do this? I trained. I wanted to learn it. Oh, okay. The the proper technique for for deadlifts and for squatting and everything. 
One good for you. That's excellent. Yeah. I I've never had a trainer for any anything with barbells at all. And I was so so proud of myself because they said my uh, bench press is very good. I should I should go to compete with this. Really? But, mm-hmm. Was this but, in Hungary? Mm-hmm. Yes. Good for you. And and why didn't you? Uh, I stopped uh, because I got my uh, tooth brace braces. Yes. And like I had to, to, they took two, two teeth out at one time, and okay. I've suffered with those for pff, three weeks in huge, huge pain. Yes. And then it was the time of Christmas, mm-hmm. and uh, so I just skipped one month or something like that. Right. And then uh, I don't. Know. Oh yes, my uh, I switched gyms. Because many things moved. happened at once. Yes, we moved from from the other to the other part of the city, so it was uh, yes, too many things to well, sort really. out. Do you uh, do you ever think about ever getting back into that into powerlifting? Uh, no, I'm doing it on my own. I don't I mean, understand. I I do it uh, as a training. In, yes, I, yeah, okay. I inco- inco- I incorporate it into my trainings. That's good for you. So, are you are you progressing with that now? Now, no. I am at home. No. I don't have weight. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. Well, the the restrictions are are getting uh, changed tomorrow, so I don't know when gyms will open be opening again. But I can't wait to get back to the gym. <laughs> you and millions of people. Um, I've uh, I love going to gyms, but I find that I'm very selfish and competitive when I go to a gym. And so I get angry if people are in my way. It's it's me. It's no one else's fault. I'm a problem. <laughs> so if I, I go know, to the I, gym, no, I am the same. How are you? Yes, sure. I, I can't. Can. I I get so angry if someone's in my way, and I just I can't do it. So I'm I I've condemned myself to building my own home gym so that I can be an absolute animal. <laughs> yeah, of course that would be the best. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's one of my plans to have an own place for all of your this. own gym. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really common thing nowadays. Uh, regardless of COVID nineteen, I think many people feel the same way that that uh, they come to the same conclusion that they would rather have their own home gym, and it becomes a fantasy. Mm-hmm. So uh, obviously, that bring this brings us into the next question, and obviously, you you believe in time off. Um, but what does time off look like to you? You're training quite a bit and you do yeah. a lot of uh, intense work. How does someone like you take time off? How long do you do it? Things like that. Um, I watch Friends. <laughs> you, Friends. Sorry, you watch Friends? Yes, I watch Friends. This is my time off. I watch Friends for the all season Friends, the move, the series, you know. Yes. <laughs> uh, all the ten season, I think I've I saw eight, nine times already. Wow, you're, but I so still, you're, a bit, you're a super fan. Yes, I still love it. I'm still watching it. Like I'm, I'm watching something new. <laughs> Good um, for you. Yeah. Um, Which season's the best? I don't read. No. This is this is what I'm I'm. Uh, struggling with reading yes yes i don't know why i well actually i know why uh 
I don't have the the mind for it. I'm reading, mm. and I don't know what I read, so I have to oh, get yes. back. Um, so it's 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 really bad. I should learn that too. Yeah, I, I struggle with the exact same thing. Um, one uh, piece of advice that I got from uh, some, a book, obviously, that I that I managed to get through, <laughs> he gave me the advice that uh, is to, when you read a book, especially fiction, like good works of fiction, is to do your own book report. So summarize what happened in a chapter. So if you read a chapter yeah. every night... Uh -huh summarize it and then it forces you to remember um what happened in, in the book even if it even if the memory is isn't great um just pr be making it a practice and then you start to practice memorizing things things like that it, it and i found it to be very helpful but i i have to have the time like that i will read for 30 minutes to an hour and then I have to have time to go and write it down. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm not even meditating, so. <laughs> or just, yeah, or just record it on your phone. Yeah, you could do that also. That, that sounds way smarter. But there's also the, the components of writing. Writing is apparently very, very good for your, yeah. your brain. So I don't know. Um, so time off to you. You like to watch Friends. How often do you do this? Like, do you, <laughs> do you uh, work out in waves, meaning... Yes. So you go hard for six weeks and then you take a week off? Absolutely. And it's not always uh, because of on a purpose. It's, okay. Uh, I just, uh, uh, I push it so hard mm -hmm. that I, like for uh, two, three months and after I got down. Yeah. And I have to take uh, not one week, but a little more off. Right. So to get to get my inspiration, my motivation back, and to to get get on track again. Yes. But this is how it is. I think it's it's normal to I, to to get ups up and downs. I think so. So do you change your your diet also? Like do you do you eat terribly for that week or two that you take off? I'm uh, I'm not dieting. I'm. You just eat what I'm, you want. Yeah. You, I'm not really. I'm not counting calories. I'm not uh, counting grams. I just have a the the guideline I told you. Uh, yes. What course. I eat mostly. I and I eat those because I like I like those. Okay. I don't eat I don't eat chicken breast because they told me I eat it yeah. because I like it. What are your vices? What do, what uh, what foods like for me? It's sweets. I like rice. To eat. Rice. You love I, rice. I love rice. You Thank are you. the strangest person ever. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. But you get a million of something, so I guess it's good. <laughs> Why? It's good. It is good. Uh, but see, for me, if someone says, Kyle, do you like rice that, that much that it would be something that you spoil yourself with, uh, for me, it would be <laughs> rice pudding. Like, I'll make something sweet oh. out of it. Mm -hmm. that's, that's something I just love. Uh, so I'll put things like chocolate in my uh every saturday or i usually do if i if i want to have two times a week i'll go wednesday and saturday i'll have something bad like that's really and the reason why i say you know chocolate is bad or sugar is bad is it's bad for me and i think it's bad for many people but um for me i get bad uh really bad depression 
as a result of sugar. Oh, yeah. And it'll be within 24 hours. I can feel my brain just not working properly. I get very anxious. And then I get this downward spiral of depression if I don't have too much. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think lots of people get things like that. Also, that will also make my joints hurt. I feel I feel this after eating uh, uh, nachos or chips or something like that because oh, it's, really? it's not sweet. It's I think it's well, yeah, it's full of fat mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and and the um, bad thing. So um, I feel I feel this after those oh, not okay. chocolate. chocolate. I can eat. You can't. Can. Okay. Oh, you can? I uh, see. I I have chocolate, but it has to have stevia in it for the most part. So if I can get chocolate with stevia in it, I'm usually really happy. But I mean, I'm talking about if I have chocolate where it's just full of sugar, just something that, you know, when you ha- it has so much sugar, it burns your mouth. Yeah. I'll do that every once in a while. That's what I like <laughs> to do. Which brings me to the, uh, the next, my next point is uh, about life balance. And what does a good life balance look like to you? life balance do you allow yourself to Uh, to go off the rails and just eat terribly yes yeah and would you recommend that for other people Mm, yes yeah you have to uh you're going to be uh, uh, happy or a little more confident if you do what you like to do, mm-hmm. but of course in uh, in uh, limits. Moderation. Or, yeah, in yes. moderation. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm. I don't really have so strict uh, things. I. Sorry. No, you, you don't have to be <laughs> sorry. It's all good. Um, I don't know how to put it in words. I understand, and and that and I understand that what you're saying is it's better to just be more confident and less uh, neurotic. Yes, yes. Exactly. And if you just you don't spend too much time thinking about what you're eating, uh, at least not too much. You know, understand what you need to eat mostly. And if yeah, you exactly. want, if you want chocolate or you want some ice cream, go and get it. Just don't yes. eat all of it. <laughs> don't eat all of it, and don't eat it in the evening. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough one too, mm-hmm. because I think that's when most people's insulin uh, spikes. That's yes. just how I've had it described to me, and then of course you start to crave those things. And you switch on the TV, and uh, you sit on the couch, yeah. and it's like switch on for chocolates, chips, and ice creams, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, that's exactly, and I can see a whole menu. Of Uber Eats in my mind yeah. whenever <laughs> I start sitting at the couch. Um, so you said you don't really read much. Um, what sources of information on self-improvement do you go to? Uh, do you mean in, uh, in the reading? Well, you don't, because you said you don't really read that much. Do you read books on fitness, things like that? Yes. Yes. I mean, okay. So. I, I have two, two books on the shelf. That's Which all. One? Which one? Two. One of them, the Michael, uh, Michael Boy, functional training, mastering functional training. 
Can you can you show me? Yeah. Let's let's see what they are. Oh, this is Hungarian. Oh, this is in Hungarian. You know, I wonder if they're tr translated. So Michael Boyle. Oh, I'm willing to bet that that's um, that this will. Can you pull it down just a little bit more or bring it back towards you? There we go. Okay, so mastering functional training. Okay, yeah. So you, like you said, that's in, uh, in Hungarian. But nonetheless, yeah. I'm sure people can find that uh, in English. I'm that oh, looks sure, like yes. It. Yes, of course. Um, and what it's other books do you have? Actually, just tell me a little bit about that book. The Michael Boys, Michael Boy. Yeah, or just about that book in particular. What does what does that book center on? Functional training, and it's the basics of of how to how to structure workout for athletes, or not really only for athletes, but just for a person how to yep. structure it, what sort of exercises to put uh, into a functional training, how to use these and these tools. Um, what does functional training mean to you? Like, what, what does that mean exactly? For just someone who, do, who doesn't really, really have a good idea. Uh, movements that are useful for, the, for, the, for your everyday, everyday lives. Yes. Picking up boxes or just uh, taking... Carrying your groceries. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, and I think a lot of people might understand that just from the word, but it always seems to be that a lot of people use these words or yeah. use that word and they use it incorrectly. You know, say, oh, this is functional training. And, uh, you know, it can be as simple as doing burpees. Well, tell me, when are you doing burpees in your everyday that's, life? That's, that's not functional not training. Functional. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I find that that's what a lot of people do is use that word incorrectly. Uh, what other books do you have there? The other one is uh, Chad Waterbury. It's Hungarian. Uh, it's in Hungarian as well. Okay. Chad Waterbury. What is that book called in English? It's, uh, how to how to gain uh, muscle fast. How to gain muscle fast. And does that uh, have a lot of diet advice in it? Uh, there's a diet advice in it, but I skipped those. <laughs> okay. Well, you, and what uh, and what do you what information do you go to for that in that book the most? It's it's a it's a it's a whole workout program. Oh, okay. I see. So you're just you like to is this again uh, Michael Boyle? No, it's uh, Chad Waterbury. Oh, Chad Waterbury. That's right. Okay. And so you just kind of uh, try to get as much information out of both yeah. of them as you can. Yeah, sure. That's smart. And w do you go on YouTube much for for any, any type of information? Um, oh, yes. Where do uh, you go to? Not, not for well, uh, for learning. I'm watching Athlinex. Oh, yeah. Jeff Cavalier is the best. I He's love so it. Good. He's awesome. I think every, I think he seems to be the the staple of everyone, yes. uh, who, every trainer, because you just get to, he gives you so much information. Yes. Uh, but for learning, uh, not no one else. I think just to to get some uh, impressions mm -hmm. uh, about I mean like new impressions 
about uh, new uh, learning, no, to, to see new exercises or, or new uh, perform, mm -hmm. new workout program perform or something like, you know, yes. I have to, I have to refresh always. Yeah, absolutely. Because you can get stuck thinking in one particular way yes. very easily. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, uh, what are your what what tools do you you use in your life? Um, meaning, well, there's two. There's a couple different ways to think about this. Uh, one is how you eat. Some people use things like uh, air fryers. Are you familiar with air fryers? Air fryer, no. Okay, so it, it's like um, it uses convection heat. To, to cook your food and you can fry food with it instead of using oils. Um, or people use slow cookers, things like that, or, or rice cookers. So I'm just going to go through these things, these tools in different areas of, of health and fitness. And <clears throat> to give you an idea, one was the, you know, cooking tools. What tools do you use? Do you normally just cook uh, foods the uh, traditional way, just with a pan and a pot and just work with it that way? Absolutely. Okay, good. How about with um, with fitness? What are three fitness tools that you can't live without? Uh, well, it's a, it's a hard question because uh, that would be maybe protein shakes, but I don't drink protein shakes. I don't generally drink them much either, although today I just had one, but um, as a rule, I don't drink them. Uh, but I meant more like for me, uh, as a fitness tool, I'll, I, I obviously, kettlebells are one of my main ones. Oh, that, you mean that? that. Yes. Oh, uh, bands. Bands. Yeah, Absolutely. Bands I are love, great. I love bands. And I'm using them too. I have a couple of bands in here at home. And what else? I, I, I'm asking you for three. Uh, your, to, your top three. What are your top three? Top three. I love kettlebells. Yes? Yes. What's your favorite move them. to do? But I, I, I need to, to learn to use them properly. Yes? Because I, I never learned how to use them. I just uh, copying or... Oh, okay. Mm. Favorite move? I love snatch. Yeah. I Those are fun. And swings. Yeah, snatches and swings are fantastic. I, I really like doing the snatches because it really makes sure that you squeeze your, your butt mm. like crazy yeah. at the top because if you don't, you're going for a ride. <laughs> you're going, you're going yeah. backwards. So I really like that one a lot. Um, uh, and what else? So you, so you say bands, uh, kettlebells. Well, it's not a tool, stretching. <laughs> oh, you stretch a lot? Yes. Really? And how do you feel? Some I people say that, sorry, go ahead. I have to. I mean, like, I've, I've been in this uh, for, for since my age of four. I yes. mean, the ballet. Yes. So I just have to main, I just want to make to maintain this. Flexibility. Uh, just to be able to, to do the same things I did. Mm -hmm. For of, course. of course some people think that mobility is better than than flexibility and stretching do you agree with this mm, no no i think both 
both yes. is important. Right. So how long does a stretching session last for you? Mm, not much. 10, 15, 20 uh, minutes. Okay. Not yeah, that's, that's pretty fair. I know there's some people out there that are, you know, um, star athletes or celebrities and they stretch for over an hour or two hours. Oh, no. No. I'm just, um, uh, I like doing the dynamic stretching mm -hmm. exercises. Yes. Mm, I do a couple of uh, static too, but the dy dynamics are better. So dynamics is what, what you think are better. Absolutely. Um, okay, so the I think we already talked about this, but uh, what do you think of the negative aspects of your industry? What do you what what do you say is the negative aspect of the fitness industry? Mm, that it's getting too much industry. -y. <laughs> Oh, I mean, yeah. like uh, that the pills and the shakes and the it's uh, it's too much. It's too much. Yes, it's too much about the selling, selling or the sales. Yes. Uh, by by emails, uh, by phone calls or text messaging, it's it's too much. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It takes over your life. Yes, and the, um, yeah. That's all, yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, uh, copying each other. <laughs> oh, instead of, um, what do you mean uh, by that? I mean, like, uh, I uh, wanted to learn a little more about uh, marketing my business or how to grow my business. Mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of courses or, or um, platforms say, uh, Copy, watch, uh, look around what you find in Instagram, Facebook, or whatever, what you find in your, in your, in your industry from the yes. others. Absolutely. And just do the same, what they are doing, or just copy what they and, are doing. And you don't like that? No. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a creative element to cr either creating the content or the workouts themselves, I think. I think there's... Um, and when you see people copying each other, it's very annoying because especially when they get so much attention that they don't deserve. Yeah. It's, it, and mind you, that I could just be being a hater. You know, I might just be yeah. frustrated because I'm not doing as well. But at the same time, there's, I know there's people that I follow that are doing amazing things and have no followers and deserve all the attention and mm -hmm. don't get it. Yeah. So it's, it's very, frustrating i mean it's for a for a certain point it's good for learning of course yes absolutely but to, it, it teaches you how to stand, try to stand yeah. out or that you need to yeah but to mimic mimic each, mm -hmm. each other it's not the same no no absolutely not but anyway andrea we're getting uh, past the hour so anything you want to close with looking for my launching my website right and what's the name of the website andrea told workouts.com andrea taught workouts so that's t uh andrea a-n-d-r-e-a t and last name toth t-o-t-h yes right okay and workouts.com mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Wonderful. That's exciting. So um, where else can people find you? I'm assuming it's, you're going to say Instagram and Facebook? Instagram and Facebook. And what's your, what's your Instagram handle? Uh, Andrea dot T-O-T-H dot W-O. Okay. And that's the same on Facebook? Facebook. Andrea T-O-T-H workouts. Awesome. Okay. So I'll be putting those uh, links in the description anyways, but in case people miss that or don't look at the descriptions, because that does happen. Um, now they've heard it. So thank you very much for, for coming on here and, and uh, talking to me. It was wonderful. And we'll do this again. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry for my language. I might mean my English. No apologies necessary. <laughs> it was wonderful. Thank you. All right. Well, we'll talk again soon and uh, have a great Sunday. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.